What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And this is not another, another damn, damn podcast. Hey, presented by a damn self. <laughs> damn self. What number is this kid? 154. Okay, yeah. I let you say it because the Mother's Day edition, you being a mom mm. of two. Happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. And to all the wonderful moms, especially mine. Shout yes. Out to our mom, yeah. Yes. Also, yes. shout out to um, another mom, the lovely Jazz, creator yes. of the show. Happy Mother's Day, Mama. Yeah, so it covers the entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workouts. Much love going out to all the moms, yeah. Yes, we're doing the damn thing. Under quarantine, you just mm-hmm. got to get a little more creative right now because we can't go nowhere. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, and shout out Stephanie Denise, her first Mother's Day, of course. Yeah. Nice. Yep, yep, yep. I'm just thinking of all the moms I know. The lovely mm-hmm. Tiffany, of course, got to shout her out. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems like we're having a positive, like, you know, even Mm -hmm. though 2020 hasn't been kind to us, (laughs) I guess people, um, (laughs) yeah, we're, we're making the best of a not so great situation Mm -hmm. right now. And that's all you can do. Like you guys stay positive. You guys keep your spirits up. And for anybody who doesn't have their mom, you know, I send my prayers, my hugs, everything like that to you right now because mm-hmm. i know that this is incredibly difficult for you like i mean mm-hmm. oftentimes we take for granted that we have our mom in our life so and you think she's so, gonna be here forever exactly mm-hmm. and it's easy to just get wrapped into that but just everybody i just want to just make this day be like you know let's love like let's love some more love love on each other more let's not mm-hmm. let's stop the hate let's and love mm-hmm. you know increase the peace yeah. <laughs> Didn't Jesse say that? <laughs> I, I don't fucking know. It. It like <laughs> he rhymed a lot, so I think yeah. he said that. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, we're still under quarantine, of course. Yeah, broadcasting separately. I'd like to mention that. So when we do eventually do this show together, it'll be a big deal. I guess reunited and it feels so good. That probably will be the name of whatever the episode. That <laughs> But, um, well, we got out the house. We got out. <laughs> Want to start it off with a couple of um RIPs? Yeah, we got three or even four. Yeah, I think it's a fourth one now. Just so. yeah, it was a fourth one that happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, I started off um the legendary Andre Harrell, Uptown Records man. Discovered Mary J. Blige, Diddy, like he was a, a show to see. Yeah, a big part of um. Yeah. My era, mm-hmm. like when I really started um getting into this music slash DJing thing, um, they were right there. And I know right. him earlier from um originally he was part of um it was a duo called Jekyll and Hyde with Russell Simmons. In fact, um, if you saw Crush Groove, like he's in it, the Jekyll and Hyde. Like, I did, I did see Crush yeah. Groove. Yeah, Andre Harrell is in their small part in Crush Groove from yeah. way back in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. so that's the my first really? um that's my first um. Andre Harrell experience was crush groove. He had a small part in that playing himself, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he passed away uh, age fifty. Years old, young man. So young, yeah. Mm. It was just like a total shock. It came from out of nowhere. Like no one was mm-hmm. like ready for it. Like, when we saw the Instagram posts, like people saying "rest in peace," we were like, oh, "Wait, wow. what?" Like, whoa. Has this been confirmed? And that's the first thing I want to know is: Has mm-hmm. it been confirmed? Like if somebody posts yeah. on there. 
page on their private on their uh, personal page i'm like is it true and then you start seeing media outlets like tmz like usually when tmz reports something i usually trust their TMZ is pretty on point if like they've um they've been wrong but when they have they um they, they retract yeah, but yeah, um, like when Tommy Ford hadn't passed away, yeah. they retracted because more he times than not, they're right. Well, like with the whole Kobe Bryant, it was all kinds of like misinformation about that story that was out there, and every time right. they kept fixing it, right? But um, rest in peace to the legend, man. Like that was um a total shock to me because, yeah. like you said, nobody saw that coming. That's a big curve for us because that's our era, that's what we grew up to. Yeah. Without Andre Harrell, there would be no Puff, which means there'd be no Bad Boy, which means who knows would Big's career have been what it was? Mm-hmm. Would he have gotten the popularity without well, Bad Boy? Because without Andre Harrell, there would have been no Bad Boy. He'd um, put Puff on. Right. So without Uptown, you wouldn't get Bad Boy records. So right. it's all connected. Yeah. <clears throat> you go down that rabbit hole. So. Also lost another um true pioneer. I got a call yes. right here. Mr. Richard Pennyman, better known as Little Richard. A wop babalula, a wop bamboo. Because this dude, um, he was making hits in the 50s. Yes. Never really got credit for um that's why it's funny, like the um the back to the future scene with um Chuck Berry really should have been a little Richard scene because he yeah, was out before yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was like, I'm looking at his discography. His first hit was out in 1956. Yeah, I was gonna say around that time. <laughs> 56, he had hits out. He had Long Tall Sally, Ready, Ready Teddy. He like he had hits out in the mid 50s. Like this dude was a when and now once again, without Lil Richard, there'd be no James Brown. Without James Brown, there'd be no Michael Jackson Michael and Jackson. It's like, yes. <laughs> no Chris Brown. Like yeah. none of these people mm-hmm. exist without well, Lil Richard, Richard. Started it all. He was eighty-seven yeah. years old, pioneer in this game. Yeah, yeah. And like he was, um, he was. I like to joke about he was Soldier Boy before Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back in the eighties, he was like making all the claims about yeah how he started rock and roll and all that because but because he was so flamboyant, people laughed at him. But like. Dude was telling the truth. He really ripped him off. He did. He did at the end of uh, Why Do Fools Fall in Love because he had the whole street up there. Because they stole from all of us. Woo! At the end of Why Do Fools Fall in Love. Like he said that. And it was like, um, I know it was done like, it was done tongue in cheek, but what he was saying was true. They stole from him. Like the Beatles stole from him. Mm-hmm. They stole his shit. Pat Boone um, made they a cover stole. of Tutti Fruity that made way more money than his version of Tutti Fruity. Right. The white and man like, ripped, <laughs> he did a cover of your record and got richer. Got with yeah. But that has to be a shit is that? Because <laughs> you see, your word, these are my words I wrote. This is my music I, I created. I wrote that shit. You'd be like, yeah. Right. I did that. And then you mm-hmm. see somebody else just plagiarizing blatantly plagiarizing your work is very infuriating which means i gotta go back again and rewatch um another one of my favorite biopics from that era of course we all know that um that leon played david ruffin epically but the, uh-huh. often forgotten like that around that same time he also played little richard yeah which was just as good that biopic uh-huh. he showed the pat boone scene and how he was just like going off about yeah yeah big man stealing his work yeah uh-huh. <laughs> and I saw a recent article. I gotta look and see how true it is. But they were saying that Michael Jackson gifted. I Rick saw Richard. that. My so I don't know how true that, that is. But, um, I don't know how is, true that is. Is it meme like, form? But like I said I haven't had a chance to look it up. They say I want to research um, that. 
because um, it would make sense though. It would make sense because they said that. Look that up now. I don't right, know if they, the I don't know if the Beatles own Little Richard's whole catalog. They probably um right had certain songs. I got to look that up though. Yeah. Right, so that may be true because the fact. It's a dope Michael story did. if it's true. If it's yeah. true, I put that on there. Because Michael did mm-hmm. buy uh, the Beatles catalog, so. Mm-hmm. It would make sense if that is a truth, if that actually did happen. That's not an urban legend. If he did give Little Richard back his catalog from the Beatles, that would be awesome if that is a true story. I hope it is. Because a lot of people just do things in silence. Like, you don't need to get accolades every time you do something good. You can do stuff. You don't need, like, yeah, look at what I did. Look at what I did. I gave something. No, you don't need to do all that. Just do it. You have your moment between you and the person, and you just keep it moving. You don't have to tell everybody what you did. So, I think it would be awesome if that happened, but wow, I was like, Little Richard, I was like, Little Richard too? I was like, no, like, this is this is sad. Like Little's is- Tootie Fruity, that's the song, okay, so it wasn't his catalog, but uh-huh. the, it was, which was probably his biggest hit, so it still counts. <laughs> right. Tootie Fruity, Tootie Fruity was part of that um, Beatles catalog, that's what I just yep. looked it up. And mm-hmm. Michael Jackson gave that song. So I was looking, I was like, I've never heard that story too right now. So whenever I see something in meme form that I've never heard of to right. after this man dies, I'm like, mm. I was like, I like to research that. I was like, like dope dope. I said, if it's dope, if true, that's what I just right. said. Dope if it's true. But uh-huh. I just looked it up. Yeah. Um, so he did give Richard um the rights to Tutti Fruity. That's dope. Which he didn't even own like until Michael Jackson bought that catalog. So that's pretty dope. But Paul McCartney was the one who gave Michael Jackson the idea. You know you can get people's catalog. And Michael well, said, oh. remember Michael and Paul were doing a lot of shit together, like Say, 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 and um, yeah. Girl, Girl is, is Mine. Was like a bunch of records they were doing. And so they became pretty close friends. And like, and like Paul was in school. And then he was like, hey, like the real money is in publishing. Yeah, like that's what he's like. This singing and dancing shit is all right. But like publishing, that's where the real money is at. Uh-huh. He didn't know that he was gonna buy his publishing, but yeah, that's like he told he he schooled Michael on that. He's like, yeah, Oops. that's where the real money is. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And then we also lost um, Roy from uh, Sigfried. Oh, Sigfried and Roy, the legendary um, Vegas duo with the White Tigers. Yeah, mm-hmm. we lost him. He, uh, he died coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he died he from complications. Seventy-five, from I want to say he was. Yeah, so I mean, I'm like, that's our childhood. Like, you know, we like who didn't know about. Um, Siegfried and Roy, the Simpsons often parried them. Uh, uh, yeah, they had a, a knockoff there. version of them. Yeah, yeah. Siegfried and Roy. So, I mean, we saw it all and They the also time. parried them in Casino. I think they called them Jonathan and David with the white yeah. tires, obviously. Yeah, yeah, you knew Roy. Siegfried and Roy, right. <laughs> in the um, Scorsese Casino, they parodied right. Roy in that one as well, too. Right. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this is just when you see, like, we always say when you see your legends and, you know, your idols like passing away. It's like, it just always, like we always say, it means that we're getting older. Like when mm-hmm. we see our childhood people going, it's like, man, like another one passed away. And earlier this morning, as we record this on a Sunday, we lost a legendary um, Betty Wright. Betty Wright, yeah. Cancer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is just. To me, like another one, I compare it to, um, she was Selena Johnson before Selena Johnson. Oh, nice. That's what I compare. But listen to Beth, some old Betty right now. Listen to Selena Johnson. Like, you could tell that she was heavily influenced by Yeah. 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 At the same time. You need that good good music, that good, you know, like, I'm going to talk to you woman to woman. You you know you need those. for the ladies, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, for the ladies. Like, let me put you on game right here, ladies. Mm -hmm. Like, you need that. You need those singers to... Mm -hmm. 
put you on and to call you out and let you know, like, hey, own your shit. Put your big girl panties on and own it, you know? Mm. You need that, though. Well, I just had to pay respects to those um four right there. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Big name. This 2020 is just, ugh. Mm. <laughs> like... None like the, the meme I saw said none of this was on my vision board. None of this was on my vision board at all. No, this twenty twenty is a mug, man. I had a big host for twenty twenty, like I'm gonna do this and that and to all my friends who are celebrating or who did have to celebrate milestone birthdays, I apologize that this was the milestone birthday that you had. This was not what you envisioned. Mm. I had many friends who were turning forty this year, so like, our, I know. our mom had a milestone birthday. We got to celebrate right before, like a week yes. before this shit happened, at least. Yeah. Right. Thank God we got Thank to take God. her we out. We got to take her out for a very nice dinner. And then, a week and then later, 10 days later, everything was shut down. Yeah. 10 days later, everything was like, up, oh, y'all ain't going outside. 10 days later. So we was like, yep, we, we got in just in time for mama. So mama got to enjoy her her uh, epic birthday. She got to enjoy it. Yeah. Also, um, it's about to get real in this bitch right now. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, um, Ahmad Aubrey. Talk about that. That story. This it, happened way back in February. In February, February twenty third, I think, right? Yeah. So, if this story happened, okay, let's count March, April, May. We just started, mm-hmm. so two and a half months later, really. Mm-hmm. Really, a video comes out two and a half months later. And it really and didn't go viral until like the Breakfast Club started talking about it. That's really like a uh-huh. big. It's like it took like the Breakfast Club to put this story out there for it really to get. And that's what I just say. If you do have power, if you do have a platform, whether you're an entertainer, if you're a, a social media influencer, whatever your platform, use it. Mm-hmm. Push out, if you can push out TikTok challenges and. Whatever challenges on Facebook, you can push those out. You can push out this information because this is like really we're still being hunted like dogs in 2020. And for my and claiming self defense, even though we were the aggressor, it's like um, it's Trayvon Martin all over again. So this he, follow, he followed him and then said it was self defense. So this boy was only 25 years old and I'm like 25. That's someone's baby. That's someone's child. A 25 year old is a child. Like you're, you're just starting to become an adult at 25. You're somebody's baby. His birthday would have been this past Friday. Mm-hmm. And he would have been 26 this past Friday, but these racist lunatics gunned him down mm-hmm. for no reason. It's like you think about being a black person in America and this is where I ask the white people, please just be quiet. It's our time to talk. Be quiet. I will let you be quiet. Let us talk right now because you don't have you don't have that where you have to think about when you go outside, like, how do I need to react? Like, the police come to me. Do I need to, I need to not look threatening? I need to make myself not be as threatening. I mean, I you especially as a black, I get pulled over. <laughs> you especially as a black man because... I see the blue lights. I got a whole routine, a script, and everything in my and head. I've worked said out. this multiple times because I I, 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 I rehearse. That's how serious I am about this shit. I rehearse exactly. what I'm gonna say. When I get pulled over. And I gotta, I, have a, this, I gotta have a whole script and shit for what the fuck I'm gonna do and shit. When and I, I see this over. openly. I'm like because I have black men surrounding my life. My dad was a black man. My brother's a black man. My husband's a black man. My son's a black man. So I have black men 
all throughout my life. And every one of you guys have had a story about some type of profiling prior to the age of you being legal. Mm. Every black man, like my did husband talked to me about that. Did I tell a story about the homie Yousef <laughs> um, when me and the homie Yousef got pulled over? I, told, yeah. I don't know if I told it here. You did with the uh, with the fruit that yeah, yeah stuff and he was like heavy nation of Islam like uh, uh Farcon <laughs> disciple FOI like he's like deep into the nation of Islam back then I don't know about now but back then he was like deep into the nation and I was working a summer sermon with him like selling fruit on 79th and Stony Island with him y'all know the corn if you're from Chicago yeah you know we were um you know we're like doing our books and you know at the end of the um shift you want to count everything out. Right. Count, uh, count everything out and then pay me and all of that stuff. And then he was dropping me off afterwards. So then, um, I don't know if, um, it was a rolling stop or whatever, but, um, we saw them blue lights in there and I just knew, um, with this, this cat, I'm in the car with us. Oh, <laughs> we're about to be on the six o'clock news. Cause like we're about to be famous. Cause I know how he is. <laughs> He's like super militant, and this was like, like Jesse, the '90s too. Jesse and Al going to be involved. It's like it's like six <laughs> months before Malcolm X hit theaters too, so it was like that era. It's like when this yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah, it was heavy. It was like it's just it's about to get real in this bitch. That's where my mind was at. Mm-hmm. And the cops they um pulled like searched the car and everything, saw the cash, and then they had twenty one questions after that shit. And then he showed him the fruit box. So like you can see the the um the paraphernalia. It's not drug paraphernalia. It's fruit paraphernalia. This it's is what fruit. I. Yeah. I'm flipping fruit, basically. Basically, <laughs> the cops let us go here. with a warning and shit. I let out a sigh of relief, and then we pulled off the end. He went into militant mode. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm glad he didn't do that with them cops. Yeah, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> he may have done that if he was by himself, but because you were in the car, maybe that. Like kept him or his life basically maybe. They, they definitely would have shot him because you were a kid so it's like yeah you were a teenager so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but um just being a black person in america trying to navigate and a conversation that's so sad that that i've had with my husband we had the other day because you know we're looking to buy a home soon mm-hmm. and he's like he said off the bat, like, I don't want to live on a block where we're the only black family on the block. I'm and, never living anywhere where I was only and black. And I feel the same way. And then I was like, well, I was like, let's delve into that. Let's revisit that. I said, is that the reason? He said, uh, hell yeah, that's the reason why. Because it's like, you see my husband, a black man, he's 6'1". He's a big guy. So if he's seen somewhere, are people going to look at him as not belonging, as being a it criminal? It was a great call that um, some, you could tell it was a white dude that made to the breakfast club, like when they were talking about this. And of course, uh-huh. you know, white guilt. And I was like, well, why does everything have to be about race? Oh, like, shut look, up. It's really, it's really a class thing. And like, um, and Charlemagne <laughs> shot back, you know, like, because he can speak from experience. He's like, um, right. No matter how much money I got, it won't protect me from bullshit like that. Basically, it's what's happening. LeBron James' home was spray painting nigger on his mm-hmm. garage in his home in Brentwood in California. Mm-hmm. LeBron James. Charlemagne's homeboy and his bodyguard wax. Like, he's like a big 6'5", like, with locks and everything. Big uh-huh. diesel dude. And like, he was, like, sitting out in the car, like, and then the cops, like, harassed him and shit. He's like, it's my friend's house right there. And then they, like, were just fucking with him. Like the whole time and shit. Like this Charlemagne, like Charlemagne's a millionaire and shit. Yeah, right. he can't have friends come over and visit him. Basically, <laughs> it's just sad. Like, like you yeah, yeah, like no matter, like true, like the like the one part where the guy was true. Like, yeah, it is a class thing in this country. But guess what? The race problem is bigger than the class problem. Mm-hmm. It is a, like um, 
Of course, like um, Cletus the Slackjawed Yokel is going to be looked on upon down as upon like the um, the country club. People are going to look down on him, but then Cletus is going to look down on the black man. Though, like exactly, so it's, it's a class thing and a race thing. It is, but the race thing trumps the class thing. Yeah, pun intended. So, yeah, you can uh, <laughs> be rich and still be profiled. Yeah. Exactly. Was if you white, like yeah, if you just broke in like a pickup truck eating mayonnaise sandwiches, they just profile you then. It's like, but yeah, with us, like we could be like, yeah, it's a nice car, dress nice, yeah. Hey, what are you? Where are you going? And then that's the first thing. Like, why do you have this nice car? Mm-hmm. Do you even own this car? It's like I own this car. This is my car. Like we've seen, I've seen many viral videos where this guy was a real estate agent, and then these cops were following him, and then. He was like, I'm a real estate agent. I want to show this is my house. He was like, this is my house that I'm trying to sell. Mm-hmm. And they didn't believe that, that was his house. Like they followed him. He had to actually go in, unlock the house with his key, and actually show. And the cop followed him. He was like, okay. He said, I'm going to take you on an adventure. Okay, you want to follow me? Okay. You can follow me up to the house. Come on. Because it was like one of those subdivision areas. And I guess he didn't think the black man could afford to live in the subdivision. Well, let's take it a step further. Like, in this case, it's even worse than that. These assholes weren't even cops and shit. Right. They're just assholes like, well, yeah, hey, where are you going? Like, that, you visualize up there. Yeah. Like, first of all, like the one that the older guy, the senior one was, um, he was a retired cop or whatever, but then his son, I don't know what his dumbass son was, but. but long like, story you, short, they weren't even cops. They right. Were it's like, you guys are out there playing, you know, visualize. I'm going to make a citizen's arrest. Fuck you. <laughs> you better get, get the fuck back. <laughs> like, like, Come on now. And then people are like, well, if he would have compli- complied to what? Who, you're They're not, not the cops. Police. Like, I don't have to You're not the police. I don't have to I'm about minding my own business and you say something to me, I can tell you to go fuck yourself. Like, you're not, yeah, you have no authority over me. Or somebody is telling me to stop. Like, you're trying, like, you can see, like, I didn't watch the uh, video because I was like, I can't watch the video. I just can't. But I saw still photos of it. They said that from the still photos, they said that they weave where he was jogging several times to try to come in his path to stop him. So I can imagine how scared he must have been. Like, if you're just running, like, I mean, you're a biker. You like to ride your bike. So if you're just biking and somebody is weaving into your path trying to stop you. this, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you bike. You bike often. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like if you're biking through an area that you, air quote, shouldn't be in. Which I've done before. In, and somebody is weaving in your way, you'd be like, what the fuck? And, you know, mm-hmm. it would it would startle you. So imagine his fear. He's just out there running. And then these assholes yeah, in the getting his job gone because, like, right, right now with all the gyms shut down, you got to find ways to work out. Like, so you thought right. jogging was a safe way, but apparently, when you black, it's not. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's go over real quick. What can we do? We can't buy Skittles and Arizona tea, and wear a hoodie. We can't sell loose CDs. We can't sell loose cigarettes. Mm-hmm. We can't. Um, we can't be playing video games with our nephew laughing in our house. We can't be sitting on the couch eating ice cream in our house. We can't jog. Like, what, what else can't we do as black people? Mm-hmm. What else can't we do? Did I miss something? Mm-hmm. We can't breathe. Eric Garner, I can't breathe. Like, what, what else can't we do? Like, I'm just asking, what can't we do? We can't own a licensed firearm. Philando Castillo. Castillo. Mm-hmm. We, can't, we can't have a regular traffic stop. Sandra Plan. Mm-hmm. What, what can't we can't do? can't smoke a cigarette in your own car during a traffic stop. That's Thank what that you. Is. 
the cop Thank told you. her to put the cigarette out. She's like, I'm in my car. I don't have to put if it out. If you're threatened by a cigarette, then you need a new line of work. He just told her, I'm in my car. I don't you have need to put a new it line out. If somebody with a cigarette, if you're threatened by a cigarette, yeah. then you need a new line of work. You don't need to be a cop. Because you can face a lot worse than a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Come on now. That's not even a weapon. A cigarette's not even a real. That's yeah, not I'm, even just, a- I'm, I'm, not, I'm smoking in my car. Like, I'm not okay. hurting anybody. She's like, yeah, shit. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that. <laughs> it's goofy. But um, they will. I'm, I'm so, the fucking hashtags. I'm saying I'm glad those guys did get um charged. But I'm sick of uh. Why do we keep these hashtags? Are just driving me nuts. Yeah, they are. My hashtag right now. I want to put a hashtag. Stop killing us. That's the only hashtag I'm posting from now on. It's like y'all are fucking getting on my yeah. Like why do we have to keep hashtagging every time? My hashtag right now is. Stop I just killing see, us is mine. <laughs> I just want my kids to grow up. That's my hashtag. Being a parent, I want like a matter of fact, I'm gonna call the podcast. I want stop my kids to grow up. Us. Hashtag stop. Yeah, I want my kids to grow up. That's mine. Because mm-hmm. it's like having young children. It's like, and I'm saying this in a real way, in a real honest way, is that I believe that my son maybe has five more years, five maybe six years left before he's considered threatening. Mm-hmm. My son's only two. So he's by the time he's like eight, he's going to be seen as a man. By the time my son is eight, he's going to be seen as a man. He's Trey from Boys in the Hood. Well, right, um, hey, hey little man. He's cute like, now. You, you think you tough like seven years later. <laughs> but my son is going to eventually, you're not going to think that he's cute. Eventually, mm-hmm. if he grows to be the size of his father, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that terrifies me as a mother. It does. And, like, what can you do to protect your child? Like, if you teach your child every kind of way, like, okay, when you're out, you know, you don't put your hands in your pocket. You don't do this. You don't, you know, you try to teach them everything. Once again, they were just driving my nail business, Trey. Right. They weren't fucking with anybody. <laughs> they were just driving when those cops pulled them over. It's just, this is a real problem that needs to be addressed. Like, when you see a black person running, a black person running is not stealing. Mm-hmm. We like to exercise too. We can't. We we can't care about our health. Yeah. <laughs> we not. You don't watch the Olympics. Like, don't we kill the? Don't we kill yeah, the Olympics? You know, the, start out Usain Bolt and shit. <laughs> Michael Johnson. Yes, yes, the they're 90s. criminals too. Carl Lewis back in the eighties. <laughs> right. Don't we kill yes, that? They're criminals too. Shit, huh? Right. Black people. No. Notice all of the fastest runners all in my black. Notice. Exactly. I name what look look at your um your marathons in every city. It's always an African that wins everyone. It's always somebody Oscar marathon, New York marathon, Chicago marathon. An African comes in first place on all of it's those. It's always somebody melanated. That's all I'm gonna say mm-hmm. about that. It's always somebody melanated. Yeah. So most, most of the runners be white and those, but guess who comes in first place? An African in every one of those exactly. marathons. Exactly. Matter of fact, we're the ones that run. So right. messing with that bullshit. So it's like so we can't even run now and care about our health and stuff, but we have to be on something. And then here's where the bullshit happens. So then they say that, oh, it's been reported burglaries. But then somebody did a backtrack. They said that the last burglary was reported January 1st of that year, January 1st, 2020. Almost two months before that. No burglaries have been reported. Almost two months. So your story is bullshit saying that, oh, it's been a string of break-ins. Once again, like I said, the similarity between this and Trayvon Martin, that's what happened. Another guy who wasn't a cop, who said it had been some burglaries, yeah, who (laughs) followed somebody like he shouldn't have followed, and then claimed self-defense when he shot him. 
So the similarities are eerie in those two cases. Right. And that's why I'm hoping that I'm hoping it doesn't turn Hoping out. the outcome is different this time because I was like almost 10 years ago. Hopefully mm-hmm. the outcome is different this time. And then the fact that they hit that, like, and then the meme that I like this is, is that they, um, it's not about uh, that they saw the tape. It's about that we saw the tape. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why an arrest happened. Because we saw the tape, and now that we saw the tape, wonder how it like, got out there. That's crazy. Oh, it's some bullshit. One of them had to leak that tape. Like they, from the story that I'm seeing, the guy who recorded, they said that he leaked the tape because he was trying to get his friends off. He was trying to make it be like trying to um, exonerate them. In so what mind brought awareness to the story? In what mind do you think that, that would anything exonerate you? Have destroyed the tape if you were like trying to like hide evidence. So, yeah. But in what mindset would you think that that would exonerate somebody? That shows mm-hmm. a murder. Mm-hmm. You 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 chase someone down. You get out with a shotgun. I'm not. I'm definitely not going anywhere. If somebody's running. They have a shotgun on me. I'm getting the hell out of dodge. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not going with you with a gun. And I don't I'm have go one. with somebody who has a shot. Yeah, let, let let me see you do that, white people. You guys go do that. Let some black kids with a shotgun come up to you and say, Hey, sit down. Are you gonna sit down? What are you gonna do? Mm. I'm asking you, what, what would you do? What would you do? Mm. Let's be real with that. Don't just would you comply and say, Okay, well, you know, it, it is your citizen's right, it is your right as an American, so I'm gonna get down and just let you do we'll your sit here and let you um have control me. over me and let you arrest me or deny that's why i didn't even say arrest and let you have control let over you me. have control of me I'm a, <laughs> y'all can't even stay in the damn house for eight weeks y'all complain about be like you guys are infringing on my rights so you know you ain't going to let somebody just say it you can sit down come on y'all crying because you can't get your hair cut and you can't get your nails done your massages and y'all are out there protesting crying about that so you mm. know that you would not let somebody um come up to you and say you know to control you until the police come that's a that's an outright lie i yeah, can't smell. even that's an outright lie i smell bullshit that's a that's an out lie right there all the way but they did get charged so like i when i did see they got charged their names that's are fine. michael and travis uh right mcmichael's mm-hmm. right, something like that. i think that's their names mm-hmm. Uh, Gregory, excuse me, Gregory and Travis McMichael. Those are the uh, assholes' names. And um, I did write that on my page. I was like, okay, step one is a charge. This is step one. I said, I'm not celebrating. I said, I want to see a real conviction and I want to see a real sentence. That's the key. Mm -hmm. Even if you do get a conviction, I don't want a five-year sentence. I want a real, a real sentencing. I want something that impacts your life where you're going to be locked away. You need at least 15 to 20, at least. You don't need less than that. You need at least 15 to 20, at least. I would not be happy if they got less than that. And since we're talking about blacks and um, you want to talk about Joe Biden's black agenda that he finally put out. Yikes. (laughs) And I put that in air (laughs) black agenda. (laughs) What, What is... What's on Uncle Joe's list? What, what's, what's his black agenda? Let me see what on JoeBiden.com from his website. Let me look. First of all, um, the, I don't even like the name of it. It sounds pandering to me. It's called the Lift Every Voice um, Biden Plan for Black America. Might as well call it the Tap Dance Kid. I'm, come on. <laughs> tap dancing, for, tap I, dancing I, for Negroes is what you should have I wish it. this was a video podcast. I wish yeah. that we could. I wish that they I am recording this video. Maybe I'll use it. <laughs> 
you should see my face. I'm like. I saw that. So you already lost me, like, with the lift every voice plan, you called it. Come on. <laughs> lift. Why not call it Red Kool-Aid and Fried Chicken? You might as well go all the way with it. If you're going to do that, go all the way with it. The Chicken and Waffles Black Agenda. Chicken and Waffles, yeah. Let's call it okay. Chicken and Waffles <laughs> with hot sauce in your bag. Get your hot sauce from your girl, Hillary. She got hot sauce in her bag. Wow. Hot sauce. <laughs> Shit, we going to do that. Go all the way with it. Y'all done made me mad with that now. <laughs> yeah, and this just seems too vague for me. It's like, I, I don't know. What is... Advanced, what does lift every voice entail? Advanced, advanced, I can't even talk. He got me so fired. Advanced <laughs> economic mobility of African-Americans and close the racial wealth and income gap, okay? Expand access to high-quality education and tackle racial inequality in our educational system. I want details. Make far-reaching investments in ending the health disparities by race. Strengthen America's commitment to justice. Strengthen America's commitment to justice. I can't talk it. Make the right to vote and the right to equal protection real for every African-American. Address environmental justice. That's what it says right there. What else do we got? But um, it's a lot of general shit. It's like, yeah, well, to me, it's like. It's a whole lot of nothing. Like where we say education, like what exactly do you mean? It's a whole lot of nothing. So education is not just your college degree. Right. Like education, like here's like actual plans right here. If you say, um. Like reparations are never gonna happen. Let's just hypothetically say, okay, every black person is gonna get a hundred thousand dollars. The education is like teaching, okay, I'm gonna teach you how to build that hundred thousand to a million. That's right. the education I'm That's talking education. about. We need you can't just hand a bunch of in, um, disenfranchised or, people money without telling uh, them how to grow, how to grow it. Or get funding to these lower school districts. Get the funding yes. because a lot of these schools Up don't the even have in the hood. Money. In the they hood. don't have materials in these schools. They don't have it. They mm-hmm. don't have access to the internet. It's it's a it's a population of kids that blew my mind when uh, CPS went on um, remote learning. They was like, it's a lot of kids who don't have access to the internet, who don't have devices, and yeah. that blew my mind. As a, I was like, who doesn't mm-hmm. have access to a device nowadays? It blew my mind. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a large population of children who don't have a smartphone and an iPad a computer, whatever. Mm. But that's just really, really just vague with the whole... You just put this out here because, like, the pressure was on. Okay, like, what do you... I need to say something. I need to do something. (laughs) What do you do? I need to make a move. Let's make a move. Another thing... I ain't feeling it, Joe. I'm I'm with... Lift every voice. You lost me with that. (laughs) I'm with the whole wealth building. Like, that's what we need to teach is wealth building seminars. With like the like real estate and investing and like that kind of stuff we need to teach. Like let's um instead of having currency exchanges, let's have a hedge fund in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Let's have things like that where we can learn how to grow our money. Like you say, you turn two hundred dollars into two thousand dollars. Like mm-hmm. let's learn how to do that. Oh, and these the black banks we need, yeah. Let's yeah, have yeah. banks, black banks. Mm-hmm. Let's allow people, to, like you said, real estate, because real estate is a great way to uh, to make money if you own certain properties and stuff, and then you own these properties, and then you can have people rent out these properties, mm-hmm. and then that's residual income for you. Yep. Let's Actually learn about income. creating these streams, of uh, these mm-hmm. multiple streams of income. This is what needs to be taught. Learn about the stock market. Learn about um, the, uh, the investing opportunities. Mm-hmm. 
Thunderbird IRA, a 401k. Roth, Roth IRAs, learn about that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. How many people don't even know what that is? Like what yeah, they even mean? It's like foreign, what we just said. What we, what we just said is foreign to that. 401k, what's that? People don't even know Roth what that is. Roth IRAs, like how many people even know what that is? Yeah, people mm-hmm. don't even know. We're going to get our financial one together. We're going to get an expert on this. We're going to get an expert on this. I got my people I got to get on to. Yeah, we got a few experts. Got David, my girl Tracy. I got a couple of people. We gonna um, mm-hmm. we gotta sit down and chop it up with. Uh, my cu- cousin Cammy. Yeah, Cammy. Yeah, we got a few yeah. people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we got some people that um know they stuff, they <laughs> but know what they're talking about that can educate. Mm-hmm. You know about this, and this is what we need to learn. If anything, like I said, if anything that this pandemic should bring out is the reason why. You can't live check to check. You can't mm-hmm. spend everything that you earn in a month. You can't spend every single dollar and not have not have anything tucked yeah. away. You can't live like that. This uh, this black agenda. <laughs> I'm still tripping but, <laughs> It's more um it's more of the same to me. Like which every time with um black people they get the same shit is like the whole rising tide lifts all boat speech is like Blah blah blah. Nah, black people got a hole in their boat. And like, here's the thing: yeah, the, if the if the boat you're lifting is a slave ship, I don't want that lifted. Exactly. Or if See? the boat has holes in it, I don't want it. <laughs> the boat has holes in it. The rising tide lifts all. Right. It's like no, like blacks need no. special uh, need a special agenda. Just catch it. Like, well, we make it better for all Americans, then blacks are benefiting. No. We need um, we, we need to hear something that's for us. It's just specific. As we see. That's that's but you might as well say trickle down economic trickle down economics. It's like trickle down. It it's doesn't like, work. Trickle down economics work. does not work. In if theory, give, it works, but in reality, nope. <laughs> if you give the boss who owns this multi-million dollar thing, if you give him, they get the most of the tax breaks at the top. You give yeah. him a tax break of a hundred million dollars off of his taxes. Is he going to use that hundred million dollars and create more jobs or give the people existing races? Mm-hmm. Of course not. What is he ignorant? <laughs> is he really gonna do that? Come on. Daddy Rich said it's just going right back into his pocket. Right. Good place for that money right there in his pocket. Like, oh yeah, now my now my daughter can get her yacht. You know, that's what's that's what's gonna happen. My wife can get that that necklace that she's been eyeing. It's gonna now. be like that scene in The Simpsons when um Homer's invention, like the um the Edison um air oh, yeah. they came up. It's gonna be like them, like the dramatization of them, like with like, smelling money. money. That's what it's gonna be like. His wealthy heirs, already his already wealthy heirs, wealthier, mm-hmm. and they're smelling the money. That's what it's gonna be like. <laughs> yeah, when you get that tax break, <laughs> like those That's what's wealthy heirs. Yeah. Let's gonna be, be real different. with it. People mm-hmm. wanna. It is just a sad day. Um, but since we are talking, Joe buys that we can stay. Tara Reed, Tara Reed. No, I'm gonna I'm go a little okay. bit. The way that he was trying to get in, but she said no. Michelle Obama. Okay. I did watch her documentary on this. I gotta watch the Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. It was so good, and being being what like Michelle, a little black girl from the South Side of Chicago, it made me just. You know, it makes you just feel a type of way because it's like she's one of ours. She grew up not too far from the area I live in. She, she so, went to Bryn Mawr Elementary. On right. Day. She went to Whitney Young High School where our brother went to. He's graduated from. So mm-hmm. she's a dolphin. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to Princeton, Harvard. So, I mean, you see all these levels mm-hmm. of how she grew and just seeing that and seeing it all started from a little black girl 
from the south side. You grew south up on seventy fourth and Euclid. Yeah, you see her grow into that, and they did go to that house on Euclid um, at one point in the documentary. So that was cool, like seeing them. Her, was her and Barack's first house there when they mm-hmm. first got married. Like they lived there. They lived there for one year, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was just nice just hearing her story and just her talking about, you know, just her experience and just the just the the negativity that this woman had to face. Like we, she should have been celebrated being the first black lady of the United States and being highly educated, being all of that. But the fact that she didn't fit the mold of what America thought that they needed, they just, the way they just came after her, calling her, you know, an angry black, from the beginning, she's an angry black woman. She's an angry black woman. She's a, no, she's not an angry black woman. (laughs) Just the stuff that she had to face and, you know, how she had to, like, like the, the video when she talked about um, when she had to uh, start becoming rehearsed because when she was speaking she started about, becoming Michelle. Yeah, because yeah, like, like, when she said the thing about, I'm proud to be an American. Oh, she's un-American. No, that's not what she was saying. Come on. Our experience is not, my experience in America is not like yours. Sorry, white people. My experience is not like yours. It's just it's never going to be from it's like it's makes not. you feel proud. It's like uh, th- this house that was once built by slaves is now um resided with um a, f- a first black family. Mm-hmm. It's proud of that kind of. It's like yeah, like look at yeah. look at where we at now. Yeah, whoever thought when slaves were like building this house, like there'd be like a black there'd family, be a black living. person in here. Yeah, in like two hundred plus years. That's what she was saying. Here. Like yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what the meaning is behind that. When you see where you came from. And where you end up, it's a wow! Look at that! It's that experience. Like, so, who would have ever expected that? Like, what she was. But it was really good, and I highly recommend it. Like I said, being, I from, check Chicago, it out. being from Chicago, you want you want mm-hmm. to feel you. Only that would may have been when she was in Chicago. She should have stopped at Harold's and got a six piece fried. I with guess uh, mild sauce. She didn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> she should have got a six piece fried hard with mild sauce. <laughs> That's the only thing. All right. Well, we can skip Tara Reed's ass. Like, I don't know. <laughs> we talk about, we, you saw what she said. Um, Joe basically sexually harassed her back in the day when she was an intern. So these stories are like, uh, I'm not saying it didn't happen, but um, these stories are always come out right around this time. Like, yeah. Right around presidential. Yeah. Which is why for Barack Obama to not have any yeah, uh, no any scandals in eight you remember years? Remember the Trump whole pussy grabbing story came out right when he was running, right? It was like it's always right around this time. Like Clinton's bullshit came out right when he was running the first time with um with Paula Jones, I think was the girl. Like yeah. that story came. And then when he was running for his second term, I think it was yeah, Lewinsky, Lewinsky happened. I want to say yeah. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Always that's why I said with Barack is so like um phenomenal that eight years no scandals he really he really is a black unicorn he really is <laughs> like not being funny no, yeah, that, he, no scandals he no. really is proven that black men don't cheat yeah, <laughs> yeah. Black the one black cheat. president and no scandals because black men don't cheat see it's facts it's not just talk barack <laughs> the white presidents cheated the black one didn't <laughs> just saying <laughs> It's not just a song, it's a movement. Hilarious. <laughs> Speaking of hilarious and oh 
Yes. Wow, that's all at the same time. Unless you had anything else, I'm ready to have some Facebook fun. Oh, just my just my high energy, the verses of Erica Badu and Oh yeah, I totally Scott. forgot. Like I said, it was a lot this weekend, rapid fire. I totally forgot about the verses battle. Yeah. Um, like I just I needed that because earlier in the day I had a meeting that went far left and it gave me a really bad headache. Mm-hmm. And then when I logged in, was listening to shout out to Mike Love first because Mike Love did a Mother's Day mix mix on Saturday yeah, to get us in the mood. Mm-hmm. So shout out, thank you, Mike Love. That helped me get into the mood. And then once I came into Badu and Scott, I was just they envy on Friday. He did a Badu um Jill Scott mix as well too on the Breakfast Club. So he um I was you know, mm-hmm. yeah, Mike did a Mother's Day. He did like a uh, jam, mm-hmm. like all your mother's favorite jams from back mm-hmm. in the day. He did one of those mixes, and it was cool. And then, like I said, Badu. Oh, no, I know you're a Jill Scott fan, but I think Erica won. Is that all? <laughs> I think Erica won. I don't know. It's too close to call for me. I'm just giving my opinion. Erica won. It was too close to call for me because at the end, when Jill pulled out the cross, Jill Scott pulling the pulling the hitch later. But um, I think Eric overall, I think Erica's body of work was as stronger to me. And that, and that, I think she was going easy. I think she honestly was going easy because she was pulling a lot of her B sides. Like I said, but I'm a Jill Scott fan, so I know her B sides. I know her album cuts. Mm-hmm. When I was singing the words in Mark, I was like, "You know this, Marcus?" Was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, you don't know this." I know all of Jill Scott's uh, earlier, you know. And I think that was the highest viewed verses since they've been doing this. I want to say. Yeah, it was like almost eight hundred thousand people yeah. at one point. Over like they all did. Um, Babyface and Teddy were the, was the previous highest one. That was half a million. Yeah, it was like seven hundred and sixty thousand people were on. And Michelle Rizza Obama and, was in there. RZA and um uh, <laughs> and Primo did like four hundred. I want to say so. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. It's, it's, it keeps going up each time. Ladies, it was the first lady one too. Ladies, yeah, we ladies, did it there for one. Mother's Day, and they both are moms, so we did. Oh, what's name? I think Nelly and Luda are up next. Like, I'm looking forward to that. I'm ready Luda for after after um getting collected. I'm ready for some ratchetness. <laughs> ratchetness. Ready for tip drill versus chicken and beer. I'm ready for some ratchet. I'm ready to hear. Who, <laughs> ready to hear who, tip drill versus who let these holes in his room. <laughs> let these holes in my room. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready for a little ratchetness. <laughs> you you got to balance it out. Have a little ratchetness. But your or- have some righteousness and then have some ratchetness. But you have to admit your aura did shift with Jill Scott and Erica Badu. It did yeah, shift. Now we're gonna get ratchet with Ludacris and Nelly. <laughs> 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 <There you go. laughs> smell like incense and. And uh, shea butter. That's what it would smell like to me. Yeah. Now, <laughs> beer is going to smell like <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mary Wine Smoke was on both, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, everybody it's a pretty much legal now. <laughs> it's a difference between eclectic weed and, you know, and uh, and weed. weed. <laughs> weed. The difference between the two, though. It's a difference. Mm. <laughs> would that be considered an unpopular opinion? I just said that Erica washed Jill. I guess that's unpopular, right? Yeah, wash you. I'm just joking about the wash part. I just want to fire <laughs> you up with that shit. Right. <laughs> that was me trying to fire you up with that. Even, even Erica was like, I wish I wrote Long Wash. She said, that's a song. When I heard those lyrics, she was like, I wish I wrote that. So you, when you wrote Long Walk, I wish that I wrote that. It was that. a good battle. I just think Erica won it, though. Yeah, I wanted to fire you up when I say Erica won she didn't watch. Yeah. <laughs> I love both of them. I'm looking, I say both ladies need to do covers, full covers of each other's work. That's what that's an that's an order that I'm requesting. If I do a murder, Crown Royal on Ice, that would be amazing. 
because even like that tease when uh erica was uh when uh jill was singing tyrone went on the video went out on erica mm-hmm. and then uh jill starts i'm getting tired of your shit jill starts singing i was like oh shit come on jill <laughs> Sing that tyrone come on now <laughs> like you get me excited now <laughs> i got super excited for that yeah, crowd Roy would sound nice. If Erica sang crowd, that would that would be. Just, I could hear it in my head right now. I'm like, she would kill. That's that. what I threw my phone almost when I was soon as I heard it come on. I was like, crowd Roy! Ah! And Marcus was like, what is this? I was like, you don't know crowd Roy? He's like, what is this? Oh, he don't know shit, man. Like, <laughs> he's gonna know all that Nelly and Ludacris. I bet. <laughs> of course, <laughs> he'll know all of that. <laughs> of course, stand up, <laughs> stand up. <laughs> Make love to me. Oh. Yeah, Lou is going to win. Yeah. Lou is oh, Nelly. Nelly had hits. I think Luda might wash him. No, watch him. I think Luda might wash him, but Nelly had hits. Oh, yeah, I'm both. <laughs> he going to watch him. I love Luda, especially because um, a lot of Lou's stuff was out when I was in college. So it's like I really got into Luda listening. Mm. College days, fond so, memories. Ready to have what I thought was supposed to be some Facebook fun. But um, <laughs> people when they feelings, it wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. Y'all are making me um second guess myself on this Facebook shit. No, I got. I'm, I'm definitely not going to stop it. You know me. I love con- controversy right. creates cash. Like so that's what I'm trying. Exactly. Yeah, boom, I love the controversy. Boom, 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 this is like in the, in the wrestling world, we would call this my heel turn. I guess. Yeah. I just turned heel. <laughs> That's when I becomes a bad guy for my wrestling fans. It's fire. Hulk uh, joined the other Hulk joins side. the NWO. This is my heel. <laughs> Most of the time, I'm pretty chill on my um my post. Like this was this was my heel turn right here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, with this one, post your unpopular opinions here. I said I'll start. Aaliyah was an average singer who was only considered a legend because tragically she died in that plane crash. Ooh, I got 250 responses so far at present time. It's gonna be probably gonna be more than that by the time y'all hear this, but it's already 250. And they came a couple hours ago. They came for us. They first came post, first post, like the first guy, like please devote your energy toward God's work and uplift our people. <laughs> I had a hotel. I had a hotel. My very first one was a hotel. My thing is it's Facebook. That's what I posted. It's my page. I can post what I it's want. Facebook, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And they That's said, um, you know, he said that was never up for debate. And so I like cut a promo on him and said, yeah, here's my unpopular opinion about you. Instead of judging my page, take your own advice and do some do some God's work yourself. You ain't God, so stop trying to judge me. So I went in on him. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like all like within the first five yeah, minutes. Talk, only God probably. can judge me. Because I didn't know what was going on. You text me. You was like, man, this is off the chain. You just text me the laughing emoji, the sideways laughing emoji. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> And then I log into Facebook. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. hilarious how they was just going in. And of course, I knew Before that. He came back at me on this. I'm pretty sure her mother appreciates this topic today. I said, I didn't want to respond there, but I respond. I'm pretty sure Aaliyah's mother doesn't give a shit what I'm saying on Facebook. <laughs> right. You don't even know I'm saying if she did, she wouldn't give a shit. Right. So, so, yeah, so, what's your point in posting that? <laughs> right. <laughs> And you just said that you're saying, that, that, that guy is talking about Aaliyah. She don't give a shit about me. Right. Like, who are you? I forgot which celebrity said this. They're like, if somebody, if you don't have somebody's number in your phone, then you're not on their level to even care about, you know? Like, Fact. if you don't have my number where you can call me, 
Facts. And whatever I say should not affect you that much. You since I don't have that guy's number, I probably shouldn't be talking about him. So let me move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to well, say his name, but you're just, his post. I'm not. I'm not blocking him or deleting his post. You can read them. They right. He, he came at you, so respond. I mean, you're entitled to respond. He came at you. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, I knew um, the Beyonce. I knew the people about Beyonce was going to come. Because whatever you have an unpopular opinion, it's always going to be some Beyonce stuff. That's the thing, like, with um, people are missing the point of this. It's called unpopular opinions. If Correct. everybody starts agreeing with you, is it really that? Un- that's like saying Trump sucks. It's like, that's not an unpopular that's opinion. That's not a popular opinion. A lot of people don't like Trump. It's like, yeah. But if you say Barack sucks, that's an unpopular that's opinion. That's an unpopular that's the point opinion. I'm making. It's like when you say you don't like Beyonce, I'm like, I know a lot of people that don't like Beyonce. Like, give me something better. Like, mm-hmm. you're not you're not even trying to. That's like, um, that's the low hanging fruit right there. Climb to the top, yeah. Like, yeah, come on, yeah. My y'all, first y'all one. Y'all even trying to go with an unpopular opinion. It's like, oh, my first one. Sucks. I posted. Like, a lot of people don't like Beyonce. It's not that I unpopular. posted this. I said. Family Maris was more woke than the Cosby Show. See, that's the and kind I of said, shit I'm talking about. And I said, let me explain because for people who say, I'm like. Cosby Show was a much I'm better not saying, show. Than I'm family not even Maris. saying Family Matters is a better show, but um, they touched on issues. But they touched on stuff that Cosby Show never did because my thinking is, and I, and you commented a good one on this. You said that if Theo was living in Brooklyn with these upper middle class black family, he would have been stopped by the police. Profiled at some, especially on uh, in Bloomberg, New York, stop and frisk. It's like yeah. come on. <laughs> I don't know Bloomberg was. I don't know if he was mayor back then, but um. I'm sure Stop and Frisk was out back then in the 80s. Theo would have been stopped and frisked Theo would have been stopped and frisked at some point. Bud would have talked about my brother. My brother got pulled over. Bud would have mentioned something about his brother. Somebody would have mentioned something about stopping and frisk. Sandra went to Princeton. It would have been some racism about the blacks at Princeton and that. Sandra right, Evan would have definitely got some racial backlash. Right. <laughs> they went to Princeton. A, uh, primarily white institution. Yeah. They would have had some kind of racial issues the two of them had while so they Michelle were Michelle Obama candidly talked about that in her book about Princeton, about yes. her <laughs> white roommate not wanting to be her mother not feeling safe because when she exactly. saw Michelle, Michelle got profiled, but Sandra and Elvin didn't get profiled. All I'm saying, <laughs> I went to U of I. My white roommate moved out three weeks after uh, we lived together. Mm-hmm. She yeah. said that, oh, a room opened up in the six pack and she wanted to move with her friends, but. When I saw her class picture that she had on her wall, I maybe saw one or two fa- I have a class of 300. I maybe saw one or two faces, but they look like they may have been biracial black. Mm-hmm. They didn't look like they were all the way black like me. They look like they may have been biracial. Did a guy call your room looking for her and said, put her on the floor, black bitch? Did that ever happen? <laughs> well, you know what went down. Somebody called me a I'd black have, bitch. I'd have, been, I'd have been ice cube. <laughs> Beast was already still there. Beast was graduating that year, so I wouldn't I'd call it. Fuck that. Beast. That's, that's what I uh, so you got to call out the heavy machinery for that. Feast little bit plus the rhymes. I'd have been Ice Cube. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Want to read through some of these ones, or did you have any? Oh, yeah, but real quick. Before? Yeah, I was saying that I was like, for Cliff and Claire to have been a lawyer and a doctor, I would have wanted that to be explored at some point that they would have been judged as like the help or something like that. They went somewhere. Especially Claire, like a black woman, like they definitely would have shitted on her. And just said, oh, you made partner. Like it was just nothing. Like they would have, that law firm would have shitted all over her when she's trying to become a partner. Mm -hmm. As a black woman. I want to see like if she was sitting, um, if somebody was talking to her when they came into her office, they thought that she was a secretary. She's like, no, I'm a partner. Yeah, like that. (laughs) Right. That's what I wanted to see. 
That explored more so because you they know they did that, that on other shows, except for um they did that on Family Matters. Fresh Prince did Fresh that. Prince, and other did, sitcoms right. like touched on that kind of stuff all the time. And right. even your sister show, A Different World. Like Whitney right. got profile when she tried to buy a father a Father's Day gift or a birthday gift, whatever. A birthday gift. Was, yeah. I think it was a birthday present. She was going to the jewelry store and that white lady harassed her. Right. <laughs> she profiled her. Yeah, profiled her, even though Whitley's like her father was a judge. She came for money and shit. She yeah. Came for money. So she's like, I can afford anything in this store. Like, yeah, but like, uh, yeah, but uh, and Freddie knew, but Whitley didn't get it. She was like, went over her head, like her being like, like oh, I was just dressed poor. Cause like Freddie, uh, Whitley was trying to make it be a class thing. Yeah, Freddie was like, nah, she's like, no, just <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. But they never touched on stuff like that. You know, they would have been profiled at some point. Mm-hmm. Even Melanie Hobson, um, George Lucas's wife talked about how people uh, tried to make her be the help when she would go to like these events and stuff, and they they see this black woman come. They right. don't know you're the you're the head of this. You're the speaker. You're the one people are coming to see. But mm-hmm. they think that you're the help. Real that would have happened at some point. That's what I wish that they would have focused on on the mm-hmm. Cosby show, but they didn't. It's still a great to, show. It, but it didn't have to be the whole show, but they could have touched on that stuff, though. Right. They could have done an episode here or there, here or there. Mm-hmm. But the closest they came is when Claire did that little show with the guys when um, they wanted her to be on the show. And once again, that was some more rising tide lifts all bullshit. And yeah, like, that was more was about her being kid. a woman, not being a black woman. <laughs> yeah. That was more about her being a woman. Yeah, that, when she did that show with those comment you know commentary whatever that early sunday morning show whatever yeah. you know what you're talking about shit in her say yeah what's that black bitch doing here like that's what <laughs> yeah. that's what would happen that's what for we real. To see. that's <laughs> what we wanted to see right but um another one i said unpopular a popular opinion for me i said cable guy was funny and was highly entertaining i know a lot of people who hate cable guy i enjoy cable guy i think come after me I agree with you on that. It one. was hilarious. Cable Guy was funny to me. I, I posted it. some good ones as well, too, other than my Leah <laughs> comment, which I'm going to read some of my Leah responses here. <laughs> one, of, one of mine as well, too, that I posted um, said, Yeah, Jordan is the GOAT to me because that's my era. But uh, I could see how somebody who's not from that era would say LeBron's the GOAT. I got right. some agreements on that one. Yeah. I agree because if you never saw Jordan play, you was born in 98. Jordan yeah. retired in 98. Mm hmm. Well, I mean, by the time by the time you started watching basketball, it was like oh four ish when LeBron was like coming into his own. So like that's your guy, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like your all, your debate would be LeBron versus Kobe. That's that would have been your debate if you mm-hmm. came up during that era. Mm-hmm. Not well, Jordan. Just <laughs> talking about sports. Another one I posted so and baseball sucks. I post agree, <laughs> especially on TV. It's so boring. Ugh. it is so boring on TV. It's a little bit better live because, like, you know, Baseball live. Baseball is only weird. good live. Like, watching it on TV is trash. Man. Oh, my. I, I would hate that. Like, when Marcus, like, puts on the game. I'm like, ugh. Like, I'm glad we got three and TVs. I watched baseball for years. I'm glad <laughs> I stopped because, like, when I tried to go back and watch, like, um, like, it was when the Cubs were going for the World Series. I was the first time I watched baseball in over a decade. And I was like, why did I used to like this shit? This shit is trash. Like, <laughs> that game. And it was game seven. It was a good game, but I still didn't give a shit. I'm like, this shit is trash, man. Why, why, why was up? Why did I, I like baseball? Got into, um, I got into that series. I said because obviously because of Marcus, I got into mm-hmm. that series for him. That's why I got into the Cubs series. My guy Ike is on popular opinion. You said um, everybody hates Chris. Isn't a good show. <laughs> and he said that he's a fan of Chris Rock, but he. I have to like disagree. I have to disagree because some stuff Chris Rod does is hit or miss. I do agree with that. Like, Pootie saying... Most of his movies are like miss. (laughs) I didn't like Pootie saying 
I didn't like uh, Down to Earth. I didn't like Head of State was okay. Yeah, that was the one. Uh, security, that was okay. Mm-hmm. I think I Love My Wife was pretty good. It was pretty funny. CB4 was good. CB4 was actually good. CB4 was his best movie. It's called it what it is. It was actually good. But some of this other stuff, though. <laughs> Security. <laughs> What's the more popular opinions? I'm coming back to our cousin Melanie. She had her whole um, Aaliyah but dissertation. She put. <laughs> I got to call out Melanie. <laughs> she said, I may have to disown you. <laughs> I was a fan of her while she was alive. Like her talent with buying vocals. She, has, she was a whole vibe. I was like, yeah, that vibe was mostly created by Timbaland and Missy. <laughs> you know, I came back. <laughs> she said, no, I'm not talking about her music. I meant her. Like, I'm like, I don't, I don't even know what you mean. Now. Like, what, like, what was the vibe? She wore her hair over one fucking eye. Like, what, what are you talking about, Melanie? Like, I don't, I don't get the vibe. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, that's what, yeah. Because the vibe I'm thinking about is like her sound and all of that. Like, so I don't even know what you're talking about. I mean, her as a person, I didn't know Aaliyah. I didn't know Aaliyah Hodden person, so I don't know what kind of person she was. So mm-hmm. I can't speak on that kind of person she was. Never met her. Saw her in concert once. Yeah, but the thing about um, that people have to and remember. Guess what the about- concert I saw, like, she was the weakest one at that show. Ooh, stepping on toes. Yeah, You were at that show. Yeah, I was at that show with you. Who was the, wor- who, who was the worst seven. one there? Aaliyah. Yeah, yeah, all that lineup it was because like the crowd was kind of the crowd kind of was like, yeah. Yeah, Capri saved her set because her second album had just came out. Her second album it wasn't really charting like that. Before it really blew up because that her second album ended up becoming her best album. But at that time, people didn't really notice. If your girl only knew was like the only single that had been released, like when one in a million got released, one in a million made it a classic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if your girl only knew, people was just kind of like, it's all right. People were kind of like that about it. Oh, and fuck Barry Hankerson. Put the fucking music out, asshole. <laughs> still holding her music hostage and <laughs> shit. So I think it's on title, finally. We, we can't even debate whether her music is dope because we can't listen to it. <laughs> I think it is finally on, on title. title. They, finally, they finally put it on title, I think, if you do have title. Fuck Barry Hankerson. <laughs> shit. <laughs> holding that music hostage all these time for decades and shit. <laughs> Well, so <laughs> that's a whole nother. <laughs> um, well, that's enough, Melanie. Talk to her. Oh, Anisha, yeah, yeah, I gotta go in on Anisha a little bit. Okay, <laughs> <AKA> Peaches. <laughs> yeah, shout out Peaches, my home girl. But um, let me see. Um, I'm trying to find out the response I had to her because she put a good one. <laughs> she said, um. I can't find the response. It was a funny one that Peaches had. I, I think learn. the thing that people, like, here's the thing about being a singer. You necessarily don't have to be the greatest singer, but if you have a unique sound and you have style and stuff, you can be a star. You just and I never said Aaliyah was trash. I just saw um, You just have to have something that, that right. makes you stand out. You have to have something right. that makes you stand out. Like, Rihanna isn't the best singer, but her voice is unique, and you know her when you hear her. Mm-hmm. You know her sound. You know, like, 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 most you of know these um, top artists, they have a, a unique sound. Right, you like, know you her know sound. You know Chris Brown when you hear him. You know Beyonce when you hear her. You right. know Aaliyah. Like they have like unique sounds. A unique sound. You know that when you hear them. Mm-hmm. And it's not about having the best because necessarily the best voice is not going to be the person who necessarily like on American Idol. Like 
Well, they got right with Ruben Stair. He did have the strongest voice in the competition that year. Mm-hmm. He had the best voice. But on some of the other years, it's like maybe you thought somebody else should have won who had a better voice than the person who won. Unpopular but, opinion, no, Ruben Stutter's music was average in that. Yeah, great, it was. Great voice, average average music. Yeah. <laughs> he should have just covered Luther Vandross. That's all he should have did. I'm, I'm going to cover Luther everywhere. <laughs> cover artist. <laughs> he should just cover Luther. That's what I'm, I'm keeping it real. Cover Luther. Exactly. That's what he should have did. I found Lanisha's post. <laughs> said, Aaliyah, Timberland, and Missy changed the music game. Like, that's the gist of what she posted there. Mm-hmm. And then, like, me, I responded. You know me. I don't let shit go. I was like, what about Genuine? Genuine. <laughs> he was part of that movement, but guess why you didn't post him? Because he's still alive. Proving my point. <laughs> if Genuine had died, people were saying he's the GOAT. The reason why he's still here, you say he's an average singer at best. Nobody mentions genuine when they mentioned said nobody ever. My favorite singer is genuine. Said nobody ever. <laughs> Still the same OG. Exactly. Yeah. Well, 100% and genuine. No, that album was dope. Yeah, that he had good still. music, but I'm saying like nobody still. gives a shit about him because he didn't die. That's the point I'm making. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And he was a better dancer than her. Like he had the whole vibe and shit, just like her. <laughs> Like, Genuine's show was way better than her at that and Super Genuine, Fest. And Genuine had the baby hairs, too. He had the ill baby hairs. <laughs> <laughs> Genuine popularized baby He was hairs. a grown man with the baby hairs. <laughs> this guy, Remy, he says um, Kobe Bryant was great, but Allen Iverson used to embarrass him on play him every time because he was always better than him. Ooh, hot take there. That's a hot take, yeah. Yeah, I was better than Kobe. Hot take. That's they were part of that take. same legendary 96 draft. So like that's, that's a hard like, one to that's, call. That's one say like if you were redrafting, who do you take first, Kobe or AI? Like if you were redrafting now, like that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. It is because mm-hmm. for what AI was able to do, being barely six feet tall, for him to like have mm-hmm. that to be able to command that type of domination on the court at yeah, barely, he, and he carried a trash ass team to the finals. Let's keep it real. Yeah. And he was barely six feet. Yeah. For him to do all that and just be a regular size. That was the year guy. Iverson won the MVP. Like yeah. that team really had no business being anywhere near the finals. <laughs> Iverson carried that fucking team by himself yeah. to the NBA finals. Talk about bum. People always talk about LeBron carrying bums. Like the the them uh. one Psalm Sixers was trash. Demo seven. Demo seven Cavs were trash too. Yeah, that was. But it's like Demo one. Demo one Sixers though. People like and to try all, to act like. And the twenty sixteen Cavs were trash too. The ones with George yeah. Hill, like that team. Was yeah. They were trash. Yeah, they were trash. Yeah. So he carried yeah. a couple of bomb teams. Trash. <laughs> if Tristan is your third best player, Tristan, <laughs> Tristan can't be a third best player. This guy get caught on videos on purpose. Terrence Johnson says um, Biggie is not the greatest of all time. He's not even top 10. Like, ooh, when I thought I was stepping on toes of my Leah opinion, I said that. Wow. <laughs> He's like, I might get my ass beat for real, but it's my opinion. <laughs> and here's the thing about Biggie where people can't support ooh. that, where his opinion can be supported by that because he did have only two albums that came out. Yep. I said two albums, all he did. So like, um, well, his technically mom, one because like his life after death album came out ironically after he had passed away. Technically, but it was already about in the three process. weeks after. But the album was already yeah. complete, and some yeah. people had already had it. Like some DJs already had advanced. Yeah, copies. so I mean, so that's a yes or no. So like, he had one. If you do count that both albums were out before he passed, you know, mm-hmm. he only had two albums. 
you know. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, Biggie, I think um, dope storytelling. Like, I love like his lyrical flow and like um, the way he tells stories. Like, you know, you can visualize everything that he's saying. Like, especially on a uh, warning, you can visually see him warning and all. And I got and a story to tell. Also, I can see him actually see robbing, all of that. robbing the New York Knicks player. <laughs> you can see that whole. You can see that whole video. Mm-hmm. I can see it in my head. I can see everything. Siobhan West posted. Um, R. Kelly stole his whole style from Aaron Hall. Drew <laughs> Hill was a knockoff Joe to see. I agree with both of those. <laughs> yes, Cisco. <laughs> yeah, Cisco's a fake Casey. R. Kelly's a fake Aaron Hall. I agree with both of those, man. Because Cisco, <laughs> here's the thing. Cisco was just loud. Mm-hmm. He was just loud. Like, ah, ah, he was just loud. But Casey sang with more soul. He was Casey more soul. Casey could actually sing. <laughs> Cisco really couldn't sing. Cisco, here it goes. Cisco was Tabasco. Casey was uh, the Louisiana hot sauce. Mm-hmm. That's where it is. Like Tabasco's just hot. Louisiana got some kick. And Cisco then so, Tabasco hot. He's, Tabasco, he's just hot. He was just hot. <laughs> if I'm going to make people mad. And finally, you mentioned those because I want to see when R. Kelly took his shot at Cisco's album flop. Remember that? <laughs> well, I was like, what was the point of that? Cisco. <laughs> like, beefs you forgot happened. R. Kelly and Cisco. That's Yes, Cisco won. Like we in the long run, we think about the. <laughs> yes, Cisco won in the end. <laughs> I ain't <in> jail though. <laughs> yeah, I'm messing with no little guys though. <laughs> now it might have been trash, but I'm still out of here. Is that, is that how Cisco talks? I don't. Know. <laughs> That's my impression of Cisco. I made Cisco James Brown and shit for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Like James Brown meets me so. Mush mouth above. Uh, <laughs> <Matt Albert. laughs> LaShonda Matlock says that uh, Michael Jordan is a great player, but a trash human being. Ooh, ooh, right in the middle of the last dance. Like, mm. these are some good ones, man. Mm. <laughs> You're giving gut punches up in this mm. one. Mm. The people mm. are going for theirs, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> And there's a thing where you say, but people can't separate the two. She said he's a great player. Mm-hmm. Not that he was a bad basketball player, mm-hmm. but as a human being, she said he was trash. Yeah, that's her opinion. People, <laughs> but people can't separate the two. Like I know I, I lost some friends because of this. Like I know I'm, I know I got some unfollows and maybe some blocks and some snooze. <laughs> and I know I lost some friends. These like, are just opinions. And like, I'm not allowed to have a difference of opinion. We don't need to be friends anyway. And this is where I said they like R. Kelly, unbelievable talent. Like he could sing, write, produce, all of that, but Someone trash ass fucked up person. <laughs> fucked up person. I can't listen to his stuff like that. I can't listen to it and enjoy it. I can't right now. I just can't. I don't know if one day maybe I might want to listen to I believe I can fly in 10 years. Maybe I might, but I can't listen to it now. Mm. I can't. I just I just can't bring myself to listen to it now. I enjoyed a lot of his stuff there, but I just can't listen to it now. Sherryon says the spade sucks as a card game. <laughs> it isn't worth the stress. Sherryon might have lost her black card with that. Uh, <laughs> Sherryon says spade sucks. <laughs> what is one that had me rolling? Somebody wrote uh, John Legend uh, is with uh, Obama because he uh, he approved gay marriage, so now he married his tranny. It's like ooh, another gut punch right there. And I, I, I did the face palm. on the man's wife. Ooh. I did the face palm, and then she was like, I meant, I was talking about uh, John Legend. So I said, I know who you, I know you were talking about Chrissy. I said, that's why I face palm. 
<laughs> she called her. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Speaking of R. Kelly, shout out Cousin Kirk says a Cosby and R. Kelly are right where they belong. <laughs> I don't know if that's unpopular. A lot of people agree with that, so I don't know. Well, in Chicago, you know how people fucks with R. Kelly in Chicago, so. And hotels fuck with Bill Cosby, so yeah. It's slightly unpopular. It's slightly. Marvin Phillips says that, um, or is it Phil? I don't think it's Phil. I've pronounced his last name right. But Marvin says that Nipsey Hussle is just an average rapper. Ooh. 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 Gut punches, man. <laughs> I, I have to disagree. I say I would disagree. I like. I fucked with Nips before he died. Yeah, I say I would disagree. Like, I knew a little bit about his stuff prior to him passing, but then once he passed, then when I started going down the rabbit hole, I really just got. I was like, oh, I'm like, okay. I'm like, this brother was onto something. This brother, you know, it's like it's a shame that he didn't get to really tell and do his whole story to really. Mm-hmm get to the point where he could, you know, to ascend to, because you know that he was going to go higher than what he did. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just a shame that he wasn't able to be given that opportunity. It's a shame. Mm -hmm. It is. You know, I have to disagree with that. I do. (laughs) I disagree with that one. Anthony Swoop says that, um, I don't think Mitchell Trubisky is a bomb. (laughs) He going to lose a lot of fans with that one. He said Trubisky's not a bomb. So there you go. I'm going to say it to Marcus. Marcus is going to tell me to get the hell out of here. <laughs> Marcus is going to tell me to get out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see what Marcus says about that. I'm going to ask Marcus. Hilarious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, I got some agreements on my Aaliyah comments. Doubt on, um, Stella B agrees. Nikki agrees. So I got Ooh. some agreements. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like you said singer you were just talking about just singing ability not anything else outside of you know because mom always says that you know how because our mom is a singer and mom always has about like all the new that these girls can't sing like some like these new singers out so it's okay to sing she can't sing she can't sing she can't my mom nobody can sing to our mom mom everything's about the voice yeah yeah the package don't matter like long as somebody sound like they grew up singing in church that's all yeah. I'm, I'm you have to have Jennifer Hudson sound basically for my mom to think that you can yeah. sing if you're not singing you, you don't sing as good as a, you don't sing as good as Aretha Flake and you suck to our mom you <laughs> Aretha fucking Franklin and shit that's the only one that mom that's what she said she was you like don't sound like my- that then you suck I need my mom. I need my ladies to sound like Ree, and then my guys to sound like Luther. I'm like, mom, you really set the bar way high. Who sounds like Aretha or Luther? Honestly, who does? Mm. When you set a bar like that, it's like, come on. It's like saying that if you're not Michael Jordan, you suck as a basketball player. Mm-hmm. But that's that's unfair. That's unfair to do that. It is. It's just not. Corin Frederick says, "Um, all things Adele." <laughs> I kind of agree with that. Adele kind of sucks to me. <laughs> I used to like her. She kind of sucks to me. The more I listen to her, I'm like, yeah, she kind of sucks. <laughs> I like Hello. But, hello, but, hello sucks. But, to, uh, but, but what makes it so, but what, what makes it so bad is that, did you ever hear Joe's cover of Hello? No, no. Joe owned it. I was like, Joe's cover was better than the original. Joe owned that shit. Because Joe was on the piano and Joe came in, hello from me. Joe owned that shit when he was singing. I was like, damn. Fuck that. The, only, the only hello I acknowledge is Lionel Richie's. Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. A DJ did a mashup of those two songs. It was hilarious. <laughs> 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 hilarious. 
But I think I'm ready to wrap this. So you put Monique was never that funny. Yeah, I'm not, I put that. That's not, that, not that unpopular. I don't know if anybody disagrees with me. Somebody I put just... Cat Williams in mind, too. Yeah, it's like somebody said Cat Williams ain't funny. A lot of people put Tiffany Haddish ain't funny. Well, so, Tiff- yeah. Like, those are not all that unpopular. A lot of people I know hate both of them. So. I say Monique isn't that funny. All she did was just talk about skinny women being evil. Mm-hmm. And all of us are not evil. <laughs> that's my personal thing. But yeah, uh, like you said, we could wrap up. Wrap this thing up. Having a little fun um, on a Sunday, Mother's Day. Mother's Day yeah. edition. Definitely Woo. appreciate all the moms once again. Shout out to our mom one more time. And shout out to you, kid. Thank you. And um, <laughs> you can um, support the podcast. You could like it, like our Facebook page, first of all. Got a whole lot to get through right here. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey, Tasha. Somebody also said that Bobby Brown was whack and New Edition was overrated. Oh. I had to, I had to tag Tasha in that one. It's like she came in. I brought, I brought Tasha into the post with that one. <laughs> I gotta read it now. What Tasha's response is? <laughs> I tagged Tasha as soon as I saw that, and then she jumped right in. <laughs> the world's biggest that. new edition fan. <laughs> also, um, like, um, what did I say? Follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You can also check out OzRadio.net. Got the current hits right there. Work in progress ozradio.net for the um, 90s and 2k classics i got the bomb link for you on that also you can check out the podcast on youtube i forgot to mention that um audio only video coming soon me and eventually we're all over the place but go ahead kid hey you can check me out msima 626 on instagram twitter and tiktok also str8gullely1 on twitter str8gullely7 on instagram also please like the straight gully facebook fan page Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. Mm-hmm. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. Beyonce posts are still coming in on this one. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, low-hanging fruit. That's not all that on the podcast. <laughs> a lot of people don't like her, but I'm Oz Man the Wizard. <laughs> and Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. Uh-huh.